Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a widely in-demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. I am so freaking excited. This has been a highly requested and anticipated episode for me to put together for you all. And it is all about how I've managed to structure my business in order to have a 20 hour work week. Now it's not always 20 hours. Sometimes it is, let's say three times four is 12 hour work week. And sometimes it is much longer. Sometimes I work like 30 hours, 35 hours, but the average is typically 20 hours. So what I'm going to be sharing with you today is peeling back the curtains and breaking down what I've done to work on average three to five hour days every week. And what I've done in terms of making that decision to start working four days a week instead of five. And Disclaimer, this is not something that you need to do. Like, I know there's a lot of uh, conversations slash like narratives around like the four day work week and long weekends and uh, living a life where you're traveling and working from the beach and like laptop lifestyle and all that stuff. And all those instances and those versions and realities of what it can look like to run your own business as an entrepreneur are freaking incredible. They really are. But if they're not your dream life and they're not your goal, then I really want you to remember that and not feel this pressure that you have to have your life look a certain way in order to look successful and in order to grow your business further and in order to have people feel inspired by you. Because there are people out there that are ridiculously successful and they work nine to five in their business. Some even work weekends because they're so freaking passionate and that's just the way that they want to structure their life. And that is okay. That's amazing actually, because they're happy. Their needs are net. (laughs) I can't speak. Their needs are met and they're not looking to fix anything. But my version of what makes me really happy is to have a lot of freedom, is to have a lot of balance. Those are actually some of my core values inside of my business. And that is why a 20-hour work week feels so freaking good for me. So obviously, I haven't always worked three or five hours a day. Like that has not always been my reality. For the longest time, I was working a traditional number of hours, those like eight our work days. And it was serving me because I was trying to scale my business. And in some instances, I would have evenings off and I would have weekends off as well. And to me, in that stage of life and business, that actually felt like freedom. I was like, this is freaking incredible. Look what I've uh, been able to achieve. But it wasn't as constant as I wanted it to be. I still was giving up my evenings and weekends whenever I was feeling overwhelmed, whenever I was feeling like I was behind, whenever I would enter a season where I would be launching and promoting my offers on a continuous basis. All those different scenarios would make it so that I'd be working anywhere between eight hours minimum to 10 to 12 hours a day. And it was so freaking draining. It was still worth it because I was 
putting in all that time and energy and work towards reaching all these milestones and super exciting goals of filling out my programs and booking out my business, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, the only thing that I could guarantee by putting in all those hours was that I would reach burnout and that I would be exhausted and that I would spiral so out of control that I'd be so deep in my feels that I wouldn't be able to show up in the way that I actually wanted to show up. And that is something that I wanted to walk away from. I wanted to have that balance in my business. I wanted to be able to live my life versus just work day in and day out, regardless of how passionate I am about my business and how obsessed I am with serving my clients and allowing them to really step into their role as a leader, to feel a deeper connection with how they run their business and not have to copy what everybody else is doing and not follow all these strict quote unquote, like rules, regardless of how much my work and my business lights me up. I still want to be able to have something outside of that. I want to have hobbies. I want to have a life full of adventure and fun and other things other than just making money, serving and helping people. So for me, that was that balance. It's the balance between success, impact, money, serving, and then living my life for me and building something that I'm really proud of at home once I've put my phone aside and turned off my laptop. So in order to do that, I'll be perfectly honest, I wasn't able to just fix it all on my own. And again, if I'm being even more honest, I didn't even realize that I didn't have the freedom that I was desiring. You can probably hear my cat in the background. Sorry about that. (laughs) He's freaking out. Um, I thought because I was having some evenings and weekends that were free and they were just for me, I genuinely felt that I had that balance and that freedom that I was desiring. But what I didn't realize is that when I first went full-time in my business, right before that, my mentality was, why are we all working five days a week in the corporate world? This is so freaking miserable to have no evenings because by the time you commute and come home and have dinner and prep prepare for whatever you need to prepare. Um, it's basically bedtime. So you'll probably just watch some Netflix and that's the end of the day. You would only have weekends and weekends would be typically dedicated to running errands and cleaning the house and doing all these things that you quote unquote have to do in order to whatever might maintain like a healthy and, um, a healthy space, whether it's cleanliness, um, having food in the house, whatever you want to describe it as, right? So the amount of time that I had to actually live my life was insignificant. It was almost non-existent. And all I was doing was living for every six months for that vacation to either go to an all-inclusive, go explore Europe, go on some sort of adventure. So to live your life, to only look forward to those that one week or two weeks that you had off, in my opinion, based on how I wanted to live my life, that was so freaking miserable. And that was the worst way to live your life. So I was like, I need to change this. And it actually took me exploring a lot of this and having all these conversations to some extent with my coach to put things into perspective and realize that I actually was putting so much on my plate that I still wasn't experiencing the amount of balance that I wanted to. So that's the first step that I really had to take in order to get closer to that 20 hour work week. I had to look at my workload at my to-do list at everything that I was putting on my plate and be really uh, honest with myself and figure out, do I actually need to do all these things? And it's funny because I find that as uh, entrepreneurs, but also as just people, we can be so hypocritical sometimes 
we know the right answer. We know how to reach our goals. And especially as entrepreneurs and as coaches and mentors, we know how to help others attain that freedom or lend that next client or uh, become more visible, whatever it is that you're helping your community with, right? But to do it for yourself, sometimes we become so disconnected that, and we're honestly, we're so emotionally invested in our own business that we don't see things as black and white as we see other people's um, stories and realities, right? So to have that experience and that conversation with my coach to then realize that I was actually doing a lot of things that I didn't need to be doing. And here I am telling my clients, hey, make sure that you're focusing on money-making activities. Make sure that you're only focusing on one or two platforms if you're just starting out your business so you don't spread yourself too thin. But here I was taking on too much because to some extent, I believe that I was the exception. I believe that I had to hustle and work my ass off in order to reach that next level, whatever that looked like for me at the time. So that first step was looking at my to-do list, looking at everything that I was putting on my own shoulders and essentially deciding what actually needs to get done. Like what can I get rid of and most likely experience no difference. Nothing's going to blow up. Nothing's going to fall apart. Nothing's going to fail. We're going to continue chugging along at the same rate probably or even better because now with all this space that we're giving ourselves to just breathe and not hustle 24 seven. Now that space allows us to be inspired and to come up with things that feel more aligned, that feel more powerful, that we are actually meant to be doing. So what I did was cut that to-do list, that workload that I kept adding onto my calendar in order to be working either eight to 10 to 12 hour days, which were so exhausting, like I said. So I cut that list down. And what was funny is actually a couple months prior to that, I had I had actually cut my list down. I had even started to delegate because I had just retired my wife from her six-figure corporate job. And she took a part-time job, then ditched that as well. And I was like, you know what? Like, how about you help me in the business instead? That way you can do a couple hours of work, have the rest to do whatever you want. If you want to take courses, you want to just have fun, read a book, listen to a podcast, whatever. Um, maybe take care of the house, right? Like that definitely was one of those things that helped me so much knowing that everything at home was being taken care of. Um, but I was like, take some of these tasks off my plate. So I had done that. So I thought here I was being so strategic, lowering, like decreasing my workload, but it took somebody else to look at my workload and be like, there's still so much you can get rid of here. Like, what are you doing? Let's let's like rip this apart. So I went ahead, I sat down and I journaled, quote unquote, I made a list of everything that I was doing, everything that I really needed to do. That was a money making activity, anything that brought in uh, interest that brought in inquiries that brought in paying clients, anything that made me feel good and confident, like I was essentially doing the right things. And everything else, I either completely ditched it, as in no one is going to be doing this inside of my business at all because it's not needed in this stage of business. Maybe somebody who is just starting out needs to do it. Maybe somebody who's ahead of me needs to do it. But in our stage where we're at right now, nobody needs to be doing this task. We are literally just wasting time. I got rid of so much. And then everything else I put into buckets. I put into this is the CEO bucket, the innovator bucket, essentially a task that I need to handle myself. And then there was the other list, such as 
setting up email sequences or um, what else did I delegate at the time? Pinterest, to be honest, we probably could have gotten rid of Pinterest at the time, but I am really glad that we got on it. But essentially I made a list of everything that I didn't need to do. And I onboarded my wife on a more official basis and allowed her to take every, take care of all that stuff so that it wouldn't be on my plate. So that being able to completely rip apart my to-do list was what allowed me to go from eight to 12 hour work days to now three to five hour days. And it made one hell of a difference. Like I said, having that space to just think and breathe and allow ideas and thoughts to come through without having to force them, it actually made everything so much easier because whether it's creating content, it just comes more naturally. You're not trying to, okay, I've got 20 minutes. I have to come up with this thing. And if I don't come up with it, I'm not going to sell and I'm not going to succeed, et cetera, et cetera. You're telling yourself all these stories, which by the way, are totally ridiculous. But instead of doing that, I literally, I was like, well, I've got three hours to just coast. Maybe I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to listen to a podcast. And that space allowed the idea, whether it was a content piece or whether it was a way to sell and promote something, whether it was a new business idea, a new offer idea, whatever that might be, it came in naturally. It was inspired action that I was taking as opposed to forced action. And that inspired action is the one that started to see even greater results. And it allowed me to take action in a way that felt really freaking good. So that was the step one. Now, of course, if you don't have a team to support you, that's totally fine. Cutting your list and removing, eliminating anything that's not going to make you money, is not going to move the needle forward today. That in itself is so freaking liberating. So now the second thing that I did when I made that decision to start working four days a week, that was actually quite recently. It was within the last like month or so. And that was because I realized slash remembered that back in the day, I thought that three day work, sorry, three day weekends would be the dream. I mean, let's be honest, whether it's three days, four days, maybe even five day weekends, that would be the dream too. But at the end of the day, I was like, that's something that I hold on to. Uh, for so long in the corporate world. And as soon as I went full time, I went into hustle mode. I went into let's make this shit happen. So I let go of that dream life that I had, which was to work less days and have more freedom to spend that time and explore new hobbies, have more adventures, have more dates and do all the things that I would consider fun outside of the business. So what I did in order to do that, first off, is just take the plunge and did it. Luckily for me, I was already in a position where I was working three or five hour days. So to eliminate a day, worst case scenario, I would now work, let's say, five to eight hours a day for only four days a week. And I was like, I can do that. Not a big deal. But best case scenario, I wanted to still maintain those three to five hour work days and only work four days a week. And that's where we get to the 12 to maybe 20 hour work week, which is the reality right now, um, the reality inside of my business, right? So what I did in order to make that possible is essentially I really stepped into what I had been playing around with within the last like year, which is essentially structuring my business slash my weeks in a way that serves me. So what I was used to previously was doing things as I went along. 
So let's say I was preparing for a launch. And if we're looking at your business, for example, this could be a launch or it could just be a period in time, let's say a month or whatever, in which you're just marketing, promoting, you're just selling this one specific offer, right? That is the launch for you. doesn't have to be open and closed cart, but it is a period of selling. So typically I would prepare, I would plan, okay, what do I want to launch? What's the timeline going to look like? And that was typically it. I knew that preparing and mapping out a lot of my content was smart, but I just got so excited that I would dive right in and start promoting and start creating the presentations for, let's say, like a group program. And I would go through the motions and it did work. I did attract a lot of perfect fits into these programs. But the problem, the part where it didn't work is that I would get so overwhelmed and get so in my feels if let's say I wasn't experiencing results as quickly as I had hoped and people weren't just knocking at my door and being like, I want to join, like sign me up, send a contract, here's payment, da 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 da. As human beings, we do to some extent hold a lot of weight to that result. And we do have certain expectations to succeed and to make X amount of sales and land X amount of clients. But that was really doing me a disservice because I was focusing so much on that so freaking specific result that I wasn't focusing on everything else that I was able to achieve in the meantime. And because I was getting so in my feels, my content, when it came to showing up and selling, whether it was through email marketing, um, through feeds on my Instagram account or through stories, it was falling flat because I was putting so much pressure on it to be perfect and for every single piece to be the piece that would finally um, hit home and attract the right people to me. So all that pressure made it so that the content was just kind of dull and it wasn't what I would have been able to create and put out had I allowed that space that I was talking about earlier to just allow me to feel inspired and to say what needed to be said and to essentially allow my passion and my energy to shine through my content as opposed to being so stiff because I was trying for it to be perfect and to be just right. So instead, what I've been doing is putting aside on average, two weeks, that tends to be the amount of time that works really well for me. If you need just one, three, do whatever works for you. But I was setting aside two weeks where I would actually work full eight hour days and I would plan for my launch. So I would write all the email sequences. I would map out exactly when I would announce every single little thing, when I would pre-launch, when I would shift my content over, when I would open doors, when I would close them, if there was anything else that would be a part of that launch, if I had to do any market research, et cetera, et cetera. And I would have everything mapped out so that then after those two weeks, once I started to either tease what was coming through or I started just full on selling, whatever that might be, I no longer had to worry about the fact that I had to write an email or write a content piece or whatever else. So these whatever else, like these items that I no longer had to worry about, they're specific to me because those are the things that were draining me. So for you, I would look at your unique situation. Be like, okay, what usually holds you back? What gets you to spiral? What gets you to second guess whether you can do this successfully or not? And take all those things that are usually hindering you and inject them into that two-week planning period so that then you have that space. And that space allows you to only focus on showing up, on serving, 
both your clients, your community, uh, your future clients, and essentially only focus on those money-making activities that are going to make that launch a success. So structuring slash restructuring the way that I would plan out my weeks, that made all the difference because those two weeks would be very busy. I would get everything done. And usually, yes, I would work probably around eight hour days for two weeks, but then that would allow me to then take two months off where I wouldn't have to create anything. I wouldn't have to plan anything. I could go on vacation and through everything that I had mapped out through my visibility and my exposure that I had um, mapped out prior to my launches, I would be able to thrive in the moment. I'd be able to go out for lunches, go out for dinners, hang out with friends. Like I actually traveled back home to see family and to go to a wedding. And for those two months, only worked like an hour a day tops to show up on social media. If I had a client call, then sure, maybe I would work like two hours call and then that money making activity, which was showing up and selling. And it was so seamless. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel hard. I was able to work bare minimum day in and day out and trust that I had already put in the work that would allow me to see the success that I was hoping for. And at a minimum, what I had achieved through all that was finally having that freedom and having that balance and that carefree kind of lifestyle where I wasn't worrying and stressed out 24 seven about whether my business would succeed or fall apart all around me. Instead, I was living my life and I was happy. And throughout that entire period, I was welcoming in new clients into multiple containers. I was making passive sales, affiliate sales. I was thriving and I was even attracting all these other new visibility opportunities to speak on podcasts and speak inside of group programs and speak in summits. And that's an area that um, I'm sure we'll dive into later at some other point, but that's an area in which I thrive. And I get to trust that by planning and then by allowing a lot of space and by focusing on visibility and leadership and the things that I know are going to bring the type of success that I want, that it's going to happen. I get to trust that that's all I need to do. I need to be visible. I need to breathe. And I just need to have fun. And that's how simple my business gets to be. So that is exactly how I ended up arriving here and being able to work 20 hours a week. It is by cutting my workload. It is by delegating, essentially being completely honest with myself as to what actually needs to be done and not making excuses that, oh, but I really need to do this because no, 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 no. Be honest with yourself. What actually needs to get done? And where are we just wasting time and making ourselves just busy because we think that's going to make a difference? Cutting my workload, delegating, and then restructuring the way that I work to have two busy weeks and then essentially just having time off to allow things to unfold, to trust, to do the inner work and just believe that everything is going to happen the way that it's meant to be happening. That's it for this week's episode of the Fiercely Visible CEO podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Steph Wharton underscore for more valuable content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.